What's going on, everybody? I hope this finds you striving and thriving and doing absolutely amazing. My name is Brian Martin. I'm a second grade teacher and host of the Teaching Champions podcast. And today I'm joined by an awesome guest. He brings so much energy, passion, and wisdom to this conversation. And today's guest is Josh Tobar. And Josh is a principal in Texas, a Marine, one of the hosts of the Unlock the Middle podcast, and so much more. And in this interview, listen to Josh's amazing story and how it helped shape him into who he is today. Listen to how he talks about being vulnerable, about establishing patterns of positive behavior, the importance of making students feel loved, and so much more. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. I'm super excited to welcome Josh Tobar to the Teaching Champions Podcast. Josh, welcome, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate you and the invite and hey, reaching out. And I highly encourage everybody. This is the first sign of how social media connects us in this beautiful profession, the profession that creates all the other professions, education. We connected via somebody that we heard from another person. Uh, on a podcast, so I love it. Thank you for inviting me here to your show. Yes, 100%, because I've heard you on other podcasts, and you bring so much phenomenal energy, but you also have an amazing story, an amazing message that I think educators across the country, across the world need to hear. So can you lead off just given those people who don't know who you are, your journey and Sure. Um, my name is Josh Tolar, and I'm the proud son of Virginia and Jesus Tolar. We are immigrants to this country. Um, we were resident aliens when we came into the United States. We moved our family over. My mom convinced my dad to come over to the United States. And I was a product of full immersion, learning English the hard way to where it was a stage where I walked into the campus and I, uh, everyone spoke English. Every single last teacher was from in El Paso. There's a huge army base. It's called Fort Bliss. And mm-hmm. Fort Bliss, all the colonels and generals' wives were teachers because when they were deployed, their families went with them. And those teachers from North Carolina, from Virginia, so on and so forth, would be our teachers at Bonham Elementary. And so those were my educators. And let me tell you, they could not pronounce. My name is Federico Josue Tovar. Those ladies from Virginia didn't know how to say that. <laughs> So very quickly, they said, you know what? Josue is the middle name. It's Joshua in English. So from that point on, they changed my name to Joshua. Look, it is what it is. I harbor nothing. There's people out there that have issues. I don't have an issue. It mm-hmm. allowed them to communicate with me. And so my parents came here, and I was not the best student. I, I'm honest 100% with all my uh, Jaguars and my past Bulldogs, all my former students that I was a horrible student. I was the discipline issue. I would never go to school. I ditched so much. I would go get drunk. I'm a product of divorce. I'm not proud of it, but my past did not define me. I learned from my past. It made me who I am now because now I know how to deal with students that were 
a product of divorce. Now I know how to deal with a student that has academic problems. Now I know how to deal with a student that had to learn English. Doesn't matter what part of the world, the problem is still the problem of learning the second language. So this journey allowed me to gain so much experience. The only thing that got me straightened out was giving back to my country, my beautiful country that I love so much. I'm a proud former United States Marine. They had to break me down <laughs> to build me back up again. They're the ones that it was a situation where I knew I had an, uh, an issue. Um, I drank too much in high school. I didn't mm -hmm. focus on my academics. And I had seen what the Marines had done for my brother prior, uh, prior to me, older. And so I need to also give back to my, my country, my country that gave me everything. That's giving me everything. So I joined the Marines and then thanks to the GI Bill, now went into public education, history teacher in the service now for 31 years. And Josh Gallad is the, my parents' American dream. So that's the reason why they brought us here to the United States to overcome all these obstacles, self-imposed obstacles, but not only that, but giving back to my beautiful country now to the future generations of this country. I love how you said that your past doesn't define you, that it actually helps you, that it helps you serve all those students that you work with today and helps you understand maybe a little bit more where they're coming from. It's 100% that because you know what, as so many of the other podcasters out there and people that we've interviewed and I've made connections with, if we don't connect with them, they will not content with us. So we need to make sure we connect with them. And then, as I always say, and it's everywhere, kids, don't, kids and adults don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And once we make that connection with them and they feel that we're there for them, they will walk on fire for you. Have you ever seen that coach that rips into that kid that dropped the ball? We've seen it all. But you know what? The kids, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know why? Because that player knows that during practice, he's shown love. He knows that that player has been shown how to be successful. And at that moment, that's a redirection. And in this kind of age of the 21st century, people see discipline in different ways. All I could tell you is it doesn't matter. If you connect with kids, you could really get into them. And you know what they'll say? Yes, sir. Because you know what? They know that you're coming from the side of love and connection. 100%. And that's one of my favorite. Uh, I'm big in the sports. And I think that there's a lot of different things that we can take from the sports world and bring it into the schools, a lot about culture. And that's one thing old school, everybody would say it's tough love, mm -hmm. but it's actually love tough. And that coach that's given it to that player on the sideline, like you said, they earned it in practice. They earned it with all those small conversations where they're constantly showing that player how much they love them, how much they care for them, how much they're there for them. And that's right. given them the right to, to, you know, give that redirection in such a manner. And you know what? I'll send some kudos and some love out there because we always use a football coach or basketball coach. You know who does great at this? Band directors. Have you seen Ohio State's band, how they did the moonwalk with Michael Jackson while performing? You guys got to go see it. But please make, check that out. Have you ever seen a theater? High school theater kids, same thing. Choir. A, a, a magnificent choir program has that one director that will get after them, not like a coach, but in mm -hmm. their version of it. And have you heard some of those final products? It's as if angels were singing to us because you know what? Tough love, connecting with them, love, 
with toughness is all about creating the optimal environment for equal success, both the vision of the coach, director, and the student. Yeah, and I love how you brought in, and a big shout out to all those people that are doing, you know, directing the plays, leading the bands, because like you said, what they do is absolutely phenomenal. And I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check out that Ohio State band. And and then you know our team members, I always send that out. I always when we talk about instruction and bell-to-bell instruction and loving our kids, I always give that example. Always coach your kids. Because you know what the band director during periods, what do they do? Flutes over here, choir here, sopranos over here. You reteach in specific areas, just like elementary. That one of the best teachers are elementary. We know that, right? Right. elementary a bit because they do the stations and then after that the little sub teaching the little breakout sessions that's how we do it and then i show them those little videos of look there is no way and i hope i'm not destroying it i'm pretty sure it's ohio state <laughs> did the, the michael jackson moonwalk with tuba players with uh saxophones with all that and everyone's seen him slide across that grass it's phenomenal and you know what? It's about breaking down everything because we love our kids and what they're doing at that moment. It's connecting with them and loving them to show them success. Yes. And that is a great lead way into to this because I want to talk about school culture because I watch your Twitter feed and what you do is pretty special. I've heard you talk about your school culture and it's pretty special. But before we jump right into school culture, could you give the listeners a little background because you have a unique school. Could you give them a background about what your school is? Let me uh, introduce you all across the beautiful 50 states. Um, Memorial Pathway Academy, the home of the Jaguars. The Jaguars is one huge, beautiful family that's composed of obviously our team members within the campus, uh, 22 teachers and then instructional aides, you know, and then the supporting faculty staff. It's a small family. Mm-hmm. I come from a huge family of 3,000, my prior campus. But the current campus is a beautiful little campus that's composed of three major programs. The very first program are the kids that were Josh. They, ha- they had problems at the comprehensive schools. They ditched, teen parents, violence issues, everything that made them fall behind on their credits. So now they're 17 and they have nine credits. You need... 26 to graduate. So you're not on pace to graduate. So you come to us and not only that, but we provide you with four hours only. And the rest of the time it's on you because a lot of these kids, teen parents, so they need to help support. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, this month, October, 2022, the economy is horrible. I'm timestamping it. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's horrible. And a lot of our kids that are 17, 18 are helping financially their families. So they're saying, you know what? A square plus B square equals C square. Uh-uh. We got to put some frijoles and tortillas on the table. So they need to get out and work. So we provide them that four hour. The other part of the campus are all my beautiful kids from sixth grade to 12th grade. Depending on the age, mm-hmm. they're coming from Afghanistan, from Vietnam, from different parts of Africa, from French Quebec, El Salvador, Honduras, Panama, Venezuela, Mexico. We have a hodgepodge of EL learners, EB, emerging bilingual. It doesn't matter what part of the country are, different names for it. But mm-hmm. they're coming here just to 
do a bounce, come to our campus, our home, and learn English just enough to where they don't go through what I went through. Now, the third part of the program are those kids that are too old. They're coming to America at 17, turning 18, but they only have like five or six credits. So we set them up with English and then we transition them to that other program, the non-traditional program, because there's no way they could graduate by the age of 21 with their high school diploma. Right. So that, that in a nutshell is Memorial Pathway Academy, the home of the Jaguars, dedicated. And you know what? Every single last kid there represents me. I am that immigrant that had to learn English. I am that kid that was a loser in high school that graduated the bottom two thirds of his class. I'm that kid that went through divorce and decided to give up on life during that time in high school because I was covering up my pain with alcohol and friendships that I didn't have from my parents. It is what it is, but it did not define me. I learned from that to where I could now support our Jaguars. I think that's such a, a beautiful thing that you're there and that you're in that position because representation matters. And the fact that those kids can see themselves in you and they can see where they can go with their life. Exactly. And that's what I, you know what? I, I, I open up my, my armor. I show them where all the holes are. And my line to them is that does not define me. And I'm not proud of the dumb, stupid things that I did. And you could overcome it, but you have to believe in the person in the mirror. That's the crucial part. And it's my job to show you, not because I think highly of myself, not because look at me, I did it. No, because it can be done. And that's the beauty of this awesome country that we could come to here and we could continue our education. We could give back by being in the military service and not only giving back, but giving back to all the future citizens of this country. So it's crucial that every person that walks in there remembers that that's someone's kid, but not only that, they're the future of this country. I love that. that that's powerful. Now, with that being said, in a non-traditional school, how do you create that culture, that feeling where those kids come in and there's no doubt in my mind that they come in and they love being a Jaguar. How do they, how do you create it where they come in, they're fired up to be a Jaguar and they feel, you know, they come from all over and they feel like they're in a place where they belong. It takes a while to build that. Anyone will tell you that building a concept and a culture takes a while. And it, I cannot do it without my beautiful family, my MPA familia, the adults there. They are mm -hmm. all part of that. They're the crucial part of it. One human being cannot control everything. It's, it's, it's impossible. It's about everyone feeling the same love and the same passion, the same vision of student success. So one of the very first things that we do is when during our, now mind you, remember, I am a former Marine, okay? <laughs> and mind you, I know how much of a knucklehead I was in high school. So I'm very structured. I don't put up with anything. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I love you. I love you with all my heart. I'm going to treat you like you're my own child. But if you ask my three sons, I'm not, you know, I'm very strict also at home. <laughs> I give them the same love and I'm going to let you know is that the very first thing that we do is we have an orientation. And I say, this is what will happen in our house. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you're used to. Don't treat us the way you treated somebody else. We're a new relationship. So after I go through that, you won't do this, you won't do this, you won't do this. Then we get into that. This is how we're going to help you. This is how you get to determine your schedule, so on and so forth. And after that, we get a form of who was during orientation. 
And I sent I sent him a welcome card, a handwritten welcome card to our home and say, hey, you know what? I'm glad that you gave us the opportunity to be here. I, I give you the opportunity um, to see, see you graduate, welcome your family, so on and so forth. You know, like, look, some kudos out there for them to let them know you're a Jaguar now. Absolutely. Don't look like they're ugly colors. It's purple and gold, and that's only purple and gold. <laughs> and then you make that connection, and it's ongoing celebrations. So if you follow us on MPA Go Jaguars Twitter, if you follow us on, on that, you're going to see that it's about establishing patterns of behavior, patterns of positive behavior for everybody. What do I mean by that? You establish celebrations that will honor people's hard work. And you have to be consistent. You need to be true to your vision. And if you say that you're a people person, then that means you need to promote it that way. So what do we do? For example, every Monday, we give um, all the kids a lollipop with a positive message, a quote for the day. And then we give our team members, our custom team members, an M&M, Marvelous Monday, with a quote on the back about teamwork. Tuesday, we keep the environment going. You know, we just go do our classroom visits, our mm-hmm. exceptional visits. Wednesday is student of the week. We start off with student of the week, and we honor two kids in middle school, two kids in high school, and two kids in our non-traditional program. And we say, we love you. We love you. We want nothing but the best for you. And also our team members on Wednesday, everyone gets popcorn because we're popping through the week. And I go around <laughs> singing to them, pop, pop, pop. Popping through the week, I knock at the door and I get fresh made popcorn uh-huh. <laughs> to let them know, hey, thank you. This is a little something for you to let you know. Thursday, right. we promote college. You know what? I know not everyone's made for college because kids are awesome grease monkeys. Some of those kids fix my car. Mm-hmm. You know, some kids know plumbing. You know what? I If this is a choice, an option for you, college is one avenue for success. And so we promote college on Thursdays and we, you know, we all were the majority of our team members. Again, I can't do it without a family. Our team members were at different university polos and, mm-hmm. they and I tell the kids, talk to them. Why are they wearing that? Why are they wearing that color? What does that stand for them? Make the connection. So you, that's how you connect with people. You see a shirt that they're wearing. You see a drawing on their notebook. You see a poem that's colored by them. And you say, hey, tell me about that. That's how you make those connections with people. Yes. little, little things. Then on Friday, it's Sweet Bite Friday. So we go car- curbside and we deliver donuts to each classroom. Say, hey, you know, take a little picture with them. Let them know. Start off the day, end of the week with a little sweet bite. Let them know that we love them. We appreciate them. And we promote school pride. Everyone wears their color. Or I'm always branding. I know this is you're not a visual thing, but all our podcasts, I always wear with honor and love our MPA Jaguars logo. Because you know what? I represent my family everywhere publicly sitting mm-hmm. in the chair that I do. So it's all of these celebrations. It's all of our, our awesome assistant principal came up with this great thing on Thursdays, on College Thursday. It's called the Star of the Week. And so each teacher nominates a student for that day. And we have in the very back of the cafeteria, all their names. And it's like little stars. And just like at the night, towards the end of the year, it's going to be full like a galaxy of successful kids. It's those patterns of behavior that create the culture. And if you create the culture, then you don't have to worry about discipline. And you don't have to worry about discipline Then you can spend all your time in the classroom for instruction. Oh, that is so powerful right there. And I love what you were talking about, like establishing those patterns of positive behavior. 
inserting because there's always going to be stress in the day. There's always going to be little fires that are going to pop up. But if we are intentional, and I think that's what you're this whole thing with those patterns, being intentional, focusing on the positive, creating some of that positive, bringing that joy to the students, but also to the staff. I saw a post that you put the other day out. I don't know how often you do it, maybe uh, once a week or so, the out of this world for a teacher where you brought her balloons and some other things just to, and you were specific in your feedback to her on why that she was getting that award and how awesome the energy you brought. And I think that, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about the culture for the students, but it's the culture for the, the teachers as well. Because if we take care, you know, if the teachers are feeling good, then hopefully they're taking care of the, the students as well. Exactly. And that's, and we practically do it every week. Sometimes the noise gets in the way. The other mm-hmm. things are, are constant. They're constant. We always do those out of this world. It's almost every week, but you know what? It's exactly, it's every feedback. It's still coaching, but in a positive way. You're being recognized because you were able to run your route. You extended your arm like I taught you or free throw. You were able to bend your elbow and flip the wrist like I told you. Teacher, I loved it because I was in your classroom and your lesson frame was posted and you gave everybody a high five and you were asking for feedback. Specificity, small thing comments is what makes you connect with people because we're not in the science business. We're not in the history business. We're not in the English business. We're in the people business. And when we connect with them, then we're going to do great things together as one team. I love that. One thing that you're really good at with this is how you leverage social media with your Jaguars to highlight that. For those people who are out there and they want to bring more social media into the school to highlight those kids, to highlight the staff, what are some ways that you implement it? All right, look, guys, do with what you feel comfortable with, all right? Everyone will tell you that losing weight, you just can't do it all at once because it'll, it'll break you. Mm-hmm. And then we're creature of habits. We always go back to, I don't have time for that. I'm going to go back and eat my pizza. What's well, the same thing with this pattern of behavior? If Facebook, look, Twitter is for educators. TikTok is for our kids. Instagram is for our older kids. Facebook is for our parents. Snapchat, I tapped out on you. I, I, I can't do I, I, I don't know how to do Snapchat. I tried. I really did, but I don't know Snapchat. So start off with whatever platform you feel comfortable with. I don't care. And at that moment, then just do one thing, just one, but do it over and over. Just designate a day. I don't care what you do. Designate a day of a, a high five day. I don't know. I'm just throwing something out there. Yeah. And, no. and, and every Tuesday, you go and you high five a teacher and you give him one of those high five candy bars. I don't know, for something. And you take a picture, selfie with him, hi, selfie with him. And then you post it and just say, I'm honored with Mrs. Smith for this. That's it. And then you do your own hashtag branding. If it works for McDonald's, if it works for Nike, it will work for you. I can guarantee you that. People know your hashtags. And then you remind yourself, Oh man, I did this on Tuesday. I got to do it again. So Google, Mr. Google helps you do a Google remind. That will you, it'll pop up in your phone and say, you got to do another high five. Once you get that pattern of behavior going, then implement the second thing. And all of the things that I do, they really don't take time. Mm -hmm. They don't take time. 
But let me tell you, it's a timeless effort of in the people's heart. They forever will remember that they were acknowledged the way that you acknowledge them in front of their peers, most importantly on social media. So find whatever your platform is, whatever you feel comfortable posting, one sentence, you only have so many characters on, on some of them, and then tell people why you're honoring that kid, that adult, that board member, whatever it is, and then make it your pattern of behavior. And after that, hey, I lost five pounds. I can do it. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I am going to do away with those extra saltines and take off a couple more pounds. Mm-hmm. And everyone will tell you, I'm a fellow fat guy. I, I, I gain weight and I lose it. I gain weight and I lose it. And let me tell you, once my body starts going, you know, the, the weight coming off, I'm going to keep on doing that pattern because I'm seeing the results. I can guarantee you, you connect with people, you will see the results. That is the truth. And I love what you're saying. It's just building up that habit and you do it once and then you just start small and you build on it. And I'm going to leave all your information in the show notes. So if you're looking to put more social media out for your school, definitely check out what Josh is doing. And every video that I see you doing with your kids, they just light up, brings a, a ton of joy to them. And it's about, yeah, it's about make the smile. You know, I if you do any documentaries on uh, professional wrestling, you know, I grew up on wrestling. Mm-hmm. And they always talk to you about the pop. And I never knew what the pop was. Yeah, you know, and you hear the pop, the pop, the pop. Well, the pop is when you're waiting for the next match and all the lights go off and everyone pops, it explodes. If you're at a Metallica concert, everyone's waiting for, ah, they're playing music in the background, and then the lights go off, and everyone screams. That's the pop. You know what a kid's smile is? The pop. When you teach that lesson about progressives, and they're like, oh, that's the pop. That's the paycheck that we earn as educators that we will never get acknowledged for. But you know what? In our spirit, we will, because we saw the pop. Yes, the paycheck. When you see that pop, how good it feels on the inside, so good. Now, if people don't know, you have a podcast called Unlock the Middle that's fantastic. Can you talk about that a little bit? And then would you be able to dive into a couple, um, because you guys talk to educators and administrators from across the country, would you be able to share maybe just uh, one or two takeaways, the most recent takeaways? So Unlock the Middle, I was, I don't know, I was at my former campus and um, uh, one of the gentlemen, Dean, reached out to me and said, hey, uh, would you like to come on the show? And I go, sure. Again, the power of social media. I was Mm -hmm. just posting stuff out there and tagging people. Don't forget to tag somebody that you respect and honor because like minds like to hear that. So you tag them, you let them know, hey, you know, this is some cool stuff that you want to share it out there. And he reached out and he goes, hey, are you also, have you turned around a school? Well, yeah, you know, we turned around our last school. Oh, okay, come on board. And so for over, over a year and a couple of months, I've been with Unlock the Middle. Unlock, one word, Unlock the Middle. And it's a program that's evolved. It was mainly middle school focused, but now it's become three shows. Mm-hmm. So it, that's how much it's grown and it's evolved to where we have a Tuesday show where it's 20 minutes. It's only 20 minutes. And we call it office hours, just like in college. 
You better uh-huh. get that professor. You better get that professor <laughs> those, that office hours. If not, I'm not there. 20 minutes and we throw out there a problem of the day. Stuff that we always deal with. Doesn't matter, educator, assistant principal, principal, we deal with that. Then the Thursday show, it's called the Red Zone because we're almost there to the weekend. The Red Zone, it's also during football season. Mm-hmm. That's a 40-minute show. And there we discuss problem overall with different point of views. This last week was one of our best shows, I believe, my mm-hmm. two cents, because it talked about serving EL students to the country, how to support them. And we had experts that have written books on that. And you know what? When you talk to them, it's about talking to them just like I feel when I address it. It's from the heart on how to help kids from different countries learning English. So that's a 40-minute show. And the flagship show is at 7 p.m. on Sundays to where we spotlight a speaker, an author, famous people to come and say, hey, you know what? I'll give you some of our time. Normally, again, 40 minutes, and we discuss that. Some of the highlights for me, I have to say this because there's another guy that I, I don't know why, but he believes in me. Um, Principal Cafele. Mm-hmm. Principal, Principal Cafele believes in me. And, you know, he, 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 I was one of his first people he interviewed on his podcast when he started bringing people in. And I was like, me? You want me to? I don't know what you want me. <laughs> and so when we brought him, we didn't ask him the stereotypical questions that you would expect of a Cafele. We asked him more about himself. And mm-hmm. you could see that his reaction overall in his presentation was amazing we also had they had todd whitaker on awesome another individual you know speaks from the heart experience straight out on mm-hmm. that yeah, this past sunday we had the boss laquanta nelson futures you know working on being a speaker finishing off her book because it's not about well-known it's about good practices yes. it's about bringing new tools to the tool chest and so these are the three shows. And for me, they each served a very important role in our field. I want to know as a first year assistant principal, how to deal with this. And I bring up with scenarios that I know I've dealt with. So I'm not faking the funk. I'm not making up some scenario. Mm-hmm. It's an actual thing that I faced or that other people have faced. The 40 minute discussion, it's about dissecting the frog, really dissecting the frog and getting in there and finding out why this is happening. And finally, just having those awesome guests, Mr. Ken Williams with that awesome hat, you know, when he always talks about that school, I always, uh-huh. used, to, I always used to tag him because the former school that I was at, beautiful, and it, it turned around thanks to the awesome staff. I was that school. And I always kept it in the back of my mind. And he's an awesome person that, uh, again, brings something to the table that made me a better human. So why are you saying all of these shows, it's free PD, it's at your fingertips, and only you can become a better version of yourself unless you're willing to take that step to press play on your phone and hear this advice. Yeah. And there's, you know, every single person that that you uh, shared right there, you know, I'm familiar with all of them and they have so much uh, wisdom and gems. And we can learn, like we said, from every single person. And I'm glad that you talked about supporting EL students. There is no perfect person than you to ask this right now. I'm pretty rural, so there's not a lot of diversity with my students. But sometimes 
or an educator that's like me that might not have a lot of diversity in the classroom and we get in an EL student to our classroom, how can we best serve them? Number one, and I, and I say this, and people might take it rude, so I apologize beforehand. Do not talk slower to me and louder. That's not going to help me. The country <laughs> makes me feel worse, all right? Right. So, number two, don't assume, Don Miguel, Reese, four agreements. Don't assume that they know everything. Last year, I was short a history teacher. I, I think I'm a better teacher than an administrator. And so I couldn't find a teacher. The subs, if we had any, wouldn't stay. And mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was performing educational malpractice as a leader because I was a history teacher and I was waiting for someone else to do it. Why? I said, no, what the hell? I'm in there. So I went in there and I taught for three months. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I assumed I forgot me. So you need to go back. You know, I thought I had a great lesson because I always started off with SEO. And I said, I bought little Frisbees and little or those plastic squish balls. And I would do kinesthetic learning, tossing to each other so they could dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would toss it and then I would do a sheet and I would do pair, share. And I would say, What's, who's stronger, a rhinoceros or a gorilla? And I would do the visual. Go, who's stronger? So everything is visual. So that's another thing that goes in part number two. You have to do visuals. They got to make a connection with it. Mm-hmm. In kinesthetic, like, right, put like a pen. I'm doing, you can't see what I'm doing, but do like a, a gesture, like you're writing. Those kind of things will help them try to connect with their knowledge. Well, I did. I thought I had a great one. I said, who is the nicer guy, Thanos or Darth Vader? Whoa, I said, <laughs> this is going to hot, harder thinking skills. This is going to, whoo, I, I was happy for myself, right? right? So I got in there and insert the noise of Pac-Man dying. <laughs> they're looking at me and they're like, who is this purple dude? They're looking at me and they're talking to me in Spanish. I go, no, English. Oh, you know, you got to redirect the behavior. Mm-hmm. And they said, go on. I think we've seen this black guy, the Darth Vader guy, <laughs> because, you know, you can't avoid him. But Thanos, you see, they, they couldn't afford going to the movies in their country. Right. They had never yeah. seen that. They didn't have the background knowledge. No. So here I'm a tip. Now I'm a very proud American. Join my <laughs> first first country issues in my head i'm like oh my god what am i doing but you know Mm -hmm. that's the thing don't assume that they know it they don't break it down for them do it visual use kinesthetics word wall always have your word wall in the word wall frayer model make sure that there's a visual connected to that and make sure that you always come up to the board and say connect with them this is what we're covering this is what we're covering sit and do it yourself will not work so the very first thing is, number one, make them feel loved. Love them. Mm-hmm. Don't, talk, don't talk down to them. And there's another thing that I mentioned uh, during the podcast. In Spanish, there's a term of endearment that we use for our kids. It's called mijo or mija. You know, my little son, my little daughter. Mm-hmm. When we think that they're too frail, then we do something in our culture, Hispanic culture. Oh, mijito, he can't learn. Oh, we got to you know, feed him a little bottle. Oh, mijito, we have to be extra nice. No, expect high. 
high expectations for everybody. Set the standard and make them believe that they could reach that high. Mm-hmm. Be sure that they are, you know what? It's your role to connect with them so they feel comfortable talking because you know what? They're not going to want to talk. I didn't want to want to talk in the classroom when I was there. I felt scared. I was in a new country, in a new state. So visuals, break it down to simple fragment because you know brain research, the brain likes chunking, chunking information. Don't get too complex. Just chunk that one group, whatever it is. If it's progressives and it's just women, just address progressive. Elizabeth Caddy Stanton, another, another, uh, Harriet Tubman. That's it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, leave it alone. And then from there, you scaffold. You start build, uh, building up vocabulary, Freyer model. Make sure that you use the visuals. Write the definition of what it stands, but also write a sentence to make them understand. And there you sit next to them. We all know this elementary, right? You sit mm-hmm. next to them side by side, connecting with them physically, but also, okay, okay, no. Take out the dictionary. Okay, let's use this word, English-Spanish dictionary. And there, the kid's going to work for you. I don't know if that made sense, but I know that that's what really helped me. <laughs> no, that that was perfect. And thank you. I think a, a lot of us need to hear that, especially someone that, that's walked that walk and had to experience that. So right. thank you so much. Thank you. Now, two of my favorite questions I always ask at the end of the podcast is okay. I love reading and I love listening to podcasts. What books, what podcasts would you recommend? I can tell every educator out there, especially right now, is that you read Don Miguel Ruiz for agreements. You have to read that because that will take away so much noise from your brain. It starts off a little bit questionable. You're that kind of person that questions religion. But after that, it's all about human, the human factor and how to deal with the human factor and complex situations. It's all about our domestication. You see, I was domesticated by my environment to drink alcohol to do away with my pain. Because my book of law said that if I drink and I'm with my friends, then I'm going to be okay. I've survived this long. I haven't flunked any classes. I'm a loser GPA. But my Mm -hmm. book of law said that it was okay to ditch, get drunk with my friends. I'm just giving you some of the concepts that are in that book. So I highly... Oh, I'm sorry for interrupting. I was just going to say that it's uh, one of my top five, if there not number go. one of, of all time. So, And podcasts, oh, well, you need to listen to Unlock the Middle. But besides that, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm telling you, I'm a podcast connoisseur. And if you follow me on um, social media, I I go on and off. And I'm going to give you some of my top, some of my top ones. I, got, I just got to look them up because I'm telling you, you, you just got to look at my my, my, my podcast. The, um Evolving with Gratitude with Lainey Rao. Mm-hmm. I love her. I've seen all, I've heard all of hers. Um, the Secret Sauce with Kip Schubert, Darren Peppard, Peppard, obviously leading me to leadership. Teachers on Fire, uh, Tim Cavey took me onto his show. We were there. Sean Gaylord, the principal of Liner Notes. Kevin Curtis, he taught me about SEL is not another thing. It's an embedded thing to connect with kids. The Texas Connection, uh, I, I could keep on going on and on because I, you can't see this. I was about to show you something in a video, <laughs> but it's just, I wake up in the mornings and I allot myself time for me, not only to go to the gym, but also to get my brain going. 
-hmm. cannot sit on my laurels 31 years into this profession thinking that I know it all. The longer I'm in it, the more jobs I have in it, the more I know I don't know anything about it. So remember, if you hear someone tell you, I've been in the system so long, I know it all, run away from them. They're toxic. Get away from them. Be around people that want to evolve as individuals, as professionals, and reading books like The Four Agreements, listening to all the podcasts like the one that I'm on right now, so on <laughs> and so forth, is making sure that we become better versions of ourselves. Because you know what? We cannot be hypocritical. We tell kids to be better versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. We tell kids to show up to a school without a bad attitude. We tell kids to always try their best. So why are we not doing it as educators? So as Principal Cafella says, take out that mirror, clean it, and look at yourself. Are you doing what you, uh, are you practicing what you're preaching to your kids? If you're doing it, awesome. That place is better because you're there. If you're not, and you know, you're just preaching and you're doing the opposite, shame on you. Tisk tisk. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. And it's always, you know, that, that self-reflection, doing that personal audit, checking in on ourselves. Are we doing what we're preaching is uh, so important. And Brian, we're we're in the people business, Brian. Yes. I mean, you know, just I feel so comfortable with you. And this is the first time we've like really met. Mm-hmm. We've exchanged on social media messages, and just our 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 body language speaks volumes. You know what I mean? And it then does. when you connect with people with body body language and the message, it just makes us complete. Am I digging what you're selling? Are you buying what I'm selling? It's one of those situations. And right now. Like, hey, Brian, you're, you're on fire, brother. I mean, you're making me feel very comfortable, very appreciated here. And you know what? That's what we're talking about. We're in the people business and education. Yeah, well, I'm just feeding off for your energy, brother, because you're bringing it. Now, my very last question is I always ask everybody, if you could have the listener walk away with one thing, what would that be? Connections before content. Simple. If you connect with anybody, it doesn't matter who, whether it be that angry cheerleading parent, whether it be that upset um, quarterback mom whose son didn't start as a quarterback, with that department head whose scores came bad, bad on the benchmark, whoever it is, your job is to redirect it. Doesn't matter what level, could be the instructional aide, it could be the campus secretary, doesn't matter is to redirect it and make it a positive place. You know what? I, I picked this up and I wish I could give him credit. I forgot who said this. And I'll remember it. I'm just very old. But he <laughs> said that life is like a cup with, with uh, water. And if it's, if it's a half glass full, you know, we could look at it like we always say, right? Like glass is half full, mm-hmm. glass is half, half empty. Because why am I talking about that glass? We need to be the pitcher. The pitcher of water that fills up that glass. So it's our job to be that water that enlightens others, that brings the joy and the life to every single last day. Because you know what? Once our Lord and Savior allowed us to wake up for that day, we have half a glass of water. And after that, how much do we fill it up? We need to be that water for somebody else. We need to be that person that encourages them to push along because they're doing right by kids. So for me, connect with others, connect with kids. And there will be nothing better in life. I love that. And Josh, I have to say, like, 
I listened to uh, when we talk about good podcasts. I heard you on the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. And I went back and I re-listened to it because it was so good. And I knew that I couldn't wait to connect with you. And the energy, the passion, the knowledge that you bring is amazing. But what's more important is, you know, I've listened to talking to you right now, listening to other podcasts, hearing your story that you come up from Mexico, the road that you travel, being a student that didn't speak English, that drank, but now you're leading a school. You're providing these kids that were you with that opportunity to succeed, with that opportunity to see them and giving them that. What a beautiful thing. You're doing amazing things, my friend. And keep blessing the world with your shine, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Um, Please reach out and see our family on social media on MPA Go Jaguars. MPA underscore Go Jaguars. See the great things. Steal it. Please take the stuff that we do. Because you know what? Kids, and your team members need to be honored that way. And not only that, but please make sure that you follow us at Unlock the Middle because you know what? We're providing all those tools out there for educators and even for students or future teachers that are in college. Those are tools that they're going to need because right now we're doing it by people that are actually getting dirty in the business. So thank you for having me here again tonight. I appreciate you for everything. It's been a pleasure, and I'm going to leave all the information in the show notes so people definitely reach out and connect with Josh. This was such a phenomenal conversation with Josh. He dropped so much wisdom, and you can just hear the energy and the passion in his voice. Now, this is the Teaching Champions Take, where I share three of my favorite takeaways from this conversation. And the first gem that I loved was when Josh talked about being vulnerable with his students, that he allows them to see his flaws, to hear the struggles that he had when he was growing up in his own educational story. But he's also there to allow students who may be just like he was, the opportunity to see what they can become. And that's so powerful. And the second gem that I love is when Josh talked about the pop. And as a former wrestling fan myself, I appreciated his reference to the old school WWF when we had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, the Ultimate Warrior were all there. And he talked about how they built excitement in their arena. That the lights would go out, everything would get quiet. And then all of a sudden, the music would be blaring, the pyrotechnics would go off, and just there was this wave of adrenaline that would shoot through the crowd. And he related that pop to the excitement and reward that we get when we see the students smile. When you feel that connection, when you see them light up, that pop is priceless. So make sure that you're present and you grab on to those pops throughout the day. The third gem that I really appreciated is when he shared about how we can best serve students who are not native English speakers, that we should not speak lower and louder, 
that we should be careful about assuming the background knowledge that they have. That we should be using visuals. That we don't talk down to them and we make them feel loved. And to hear that from someone who has experienced it firsthand is something that we should all definitely take note of. Hit me up on social media and let me know what were some of your favorite takeaways from this conversation. A big thank you to Josh Tobar for sharing so much today. And a big thank you to all of you for being here. For being part of the Teaching Champions community. We support, we encourage, we lift each other up. And if you think someone would benefit from listening to this, please pass it on. And also don't forget to subscribe to the show so that new episodes come right to you. And always remember, it doesn't matter if you're from rural America to urban America to Canada to Spain to Bahrain. We're all on that same team. We're all on that same mission. And we're always better together. Keep being amazing, my friends. And as you go out into the week, may you step into your strength. May you step into your shine. And let's build our champions up. Have a great week, everybody.